you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen, and my guest today is Amy Lawrence. I hope I couldn't bungle that one too badly, huh? No, um, not like some people's names. And Amy has a really interesting backstory, if you want to call it that. And she's going to tell us about that and how that led into what she's doing now, which is um, partly she's got a book that's being published today. And we'll, uh, we'll talk all about all of that. So welcome, Amy. Really Thank nice you. to have you. Thank you. It's so great to be here. I'm super excited. It's just oh, good. Great. Good. Good energy is always great, right? Oh, definitely. For sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah, for so, sure. so tell us, tell us, you know, well, tell us a little bit about yourself as well, and just kind of how all of this came about, how you got to be a, a published author. <laughs> yes, it's been it's been quite a quite a journey, I guess, as I'm sure it is for a lot of people. But yeah. Um, but before before my career now, I actually was a special ed teacher for many years, um, oh, mostly with autistic children, but also with uh, learning disabled is kind of what they called it back then. So mm -hmm. I did that for a while. And um, then I was a stay at a home mom for a while. Um, I have two boys and who are grown now, 22 and 26. So a lot oh, of my God. Yeah. <laughs> but um Anyway, I, uh, and I, then I, when I, I was a stay at home mom for a while and then I decided on a fluke, I love to cook and I decided to open a restaurant. And so I opened a tea room in California, um, oh, years yeah. ago, back in uh -huh. 2003 and, uh -huh. uh, we were open seven years. I loved it. It was absolutely wonderful. Wow. Um, but it was a lot of work. I mean, a lot of work. <laughs> where, where, where was it out of kind? Uh, it was in a little tiny town called Newcastle. Um, not too far from Roseville, Sacramento. Oh, okay. Got it. Up by okay. 80. Yes. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm in San Rafael. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> I had people, I had people from the Bay area. I had people from Tahoe, oh, sure. all yeah. sorts of people. Um, but, and it was a wonderful, it was a wonderful, um, thing, but it was a uh -huh. lot of work. And, um, yeah. then my husband was transferred to, um, uh, Seattle. He went to work mm. for Amazon. And mm. so I closed the tea room and I, um, decided to just sell tea for a while. So I did that online and then I opened a retail tea shop and I um, had a commercial kitchen in the back and I was blending tea and doing all sorts of fun oh, wow. things uh -huh. and life was going great. I had a few employees and it was just great. Yeah. And it was a lot easier than the restaurant because no dishes and no, you know, no cooking and all that kind of stuff. Um, but in 2014, I had a friend visiting from Sacramento actually and, um, I had, I had a Pilates reformer and I was showing her some moves on my mm. Pilates reformer. And the next day I had a really bad headache and she left, um, to go back home. And I told my husband, we got to go to the emergency room. There's something wrong. So we went, they didn't know they sent me back home. I went three times as it turned out. Mm. And the third time or the second time they said it was a tension headache. And so I did this move where you pull your head over. Cause that's what they told me to do. 
um, to release the pressure. Well, I popped my artery actually. Um, but this was in the evening and I felt the room spin and I knew it wasn't great, but I'd been to the emergency room already a few times and they told me it was nothing. It was just tension headache. So I went to bed and my son who had been traveling texted me in the middle of the night to tell me that he made his flight. And I woke up when I heard the text and then I decided to take some um, pain medicine and I realized I couldn't swallow. And that's when I knew that this is not, this is really, really bad. And so I woke up my husband and he could tell at the time that something was very wrong. He said, my speech was slurred. Um, I wasn't, I was pulling to the side. I couldn't walk very well. I thought, I thought I was speaking normally, but apparently yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. And so I went to the hospital and they knew right away it was a stroke um, from tearing my vertebral artery. Um, and so, yeah, so that was a big wake up call. I was 45. Um, and so that was really scary and I was out for definitely a few months. Um, luckily I had the best, um, assistant and she took over the business. She knew wow. how to flavor the tea. She did absolutely everything. And it was, it was a good time, probably six months before I really felt, you know, normal. Yeah. Um, but I decided, um, she wanted to have a baby and I didn't want to give her up <laughs> and I didn't want to train anybody else. And so I decided, okay, I think it's time to sell the business. So I sold it. And then I, you know, I was home and I was just, I was happy to be alive. So I yeah. ate and I ate and I ate and I gained, and I'm a foodie. I love food. And mm -hmm. I gained about 40 pounds and uh, uh, yeah. it was a lot. And finally um, I saw that we, I had gone to India on a tea tour to, to visit the tea areas and everything. And I saw pictures of me when I got back and I'm like, oh my God, I got to do something. This is terrible. And so I uh, joined Weight Watchers uh -huh. and I lost 40 pounds and it was great. Uh -huh. And I was so excited about everything, but I hated the recipes. They were so bland and they were so boring. And, yeah. and so I just like, and I'd written cookbooks before with the tea room, um, mm, but they were all okay. full of fat and sugar and, you know, all uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I thought, well, I could do this. And so I thought I'm going to be a food blogger, a healthy food blogger. So uh -huh. that's how Gourmet Done Skinny was born. Um, okay. and so that's how my blog was born. And then, um, I, I got tired though. I have to say of the whole point, counting the points thing and saving mm -hmm. your points for the weekend. And I don't know, it just, I just was tired. I felt like I was always on a diet yeah. and hated that. And so I kept searching around and I found another program, um, from cookie Rosenblum called, um, weight loss made real. And oh. she talks about being a natural eater. Um, you only eat when you're hungry. Um, you stop mm -hmm. when you're full. You don't, I found mm -hmm. out I was a habitual eater. Mm -hmm. So I like to eat because it's noon. It doesn't matter if I'm hungry. We just eat because it's 12 o'clock. And so right. I found out that's the kind of eater I am. Mm -hmm. Um, I also like to eat to celebrate. So whenever okay. we're at a party or whatever, I want to yeah. eat. And if ever other people are eating, then I want to eat too. You know, it doesn't matter yeah. if I'm hungry. So I learned a lot of great principles um, in her program. Mm. And um, she was super sweet. And I just love her to death. And she actually wrote the foreword for my book. But oh, um, wow. yeah, but she uh, asked me to be on, on her um, bonus call for her, her members for um, the Freedom uh -huh. Group uh, doing um, food prep, how to do food prep. Oh, okay. And I've been doing food prep with the restaurant and everything, but I just didn't yeah. I don't know. I said, sure. So I just put together a bunch of ideas and, and, uh, had a, the call with everybody and, oh my gosh, they loved it. I mean, they, the, her reader or her members just absolutely loved it. And wow. that's what got me started. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to write a book. And, yeah. and then I ended up starting a membership as well for, for, um, food, Fabulous. Food for foodie, so 
Um, so yeah, wow. so that's kind of how this all has blossomed. And today's the launch day for the book, the Power of Food. Oh my goodness! Well, congratulations. Thank you. How Thank exciting. You. Yes, it really, it's, it's, I mean, it's just amazing that it was just a year ago that I decided to write the book and then I, I've been in her program for a couple of years. So, uh, okay. but yeah, it's just, I don't okay. know. It's just amazing. So. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always, it's always so interesting to hear people's stories to how they ended up to where they are now. There's usually yeah. a reason, you know, really. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and typically it's, it, well, particularly, have, you know, on my podcast, right. Because it's all healthy stuff. It has to do with either them or somebody they're close to or a loved right. one or a child or something right. Right. that gets them into. Yeah. We just can't that. do it on our own. Can we? No, we have, we have to have a reason, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. Well, I think that's human nature, right? Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's, that's great. Yeah. And, and it would seem to me that, <clears throat> excuse me, that food prep is something that most people don't really know how to do. Well, it, it is true. And my, my method is definitely very different from other people's. Um, uh -huh. When you like, if you go on Instagram or you go on Facebook and you look at the food prep groups you'll see these black boxes. There's five black boxes and they've got rice and chicken and broccoli and rice and chicken and broccoli and all that. And it's just like, I look at that. I'm like, ugh, who wants to eat that five days in a row? That is, that is not the kind of food prep I do at all. So no, mine, mine is very different. So, um, the way I do it is I, I like to, I have three different methods or I have, I have like five there's five steps to my, um, okay. to my, uh, gourmet done skinny meal method, but there's okay. three actual prep options. So when mm -hmm. people think of food prep, they think of the big cook day, like mm. you spend your whole weekend making, you know, 50 million casseroles or lasagna or whatever. And you're all day in the kitchen, eight hours, you're exhausted. And then snacking. You have a, yeah, and snacking. Right. 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 Yeah. And then you've got a month's worth of meals, you know, and there you go, Excuse but me. you, but you dread the day you dread the big yeah. cook. day. I mean, yeah. we'll do, um, and so mine is different. So you can do that. That's one of the methods. But the first method is the one that I do the most and I call mm -hmm. it multiply it. And so if I'm making like I have a great Kahlua pig recipe, um, if I'm making Kahlua pig, instead of making like three pounds, I'll make five or six pounds. Mm -hmm. And then what I do with it is I will um, uh, portion it. And I will freeze it into vacuum sealed bags. And mm -hmm. the beauty about the vacuum sealed bags is it takes out all the air, takes mm -hmm. out all the moisture. And seriously, things can last. I mean, you probably wouldn't want to keep it two years, but you could keep it for at least a year and it's not going to get freezer burned. Really. I, yeah, no, no. I was going to say, I, I have stuff in my freezer that's probably yeah. that old. Yeah. And, but if you, but if it's been sealed well, it's, yeah. it saves well. And so that's kind of what I do. But the big key to my method is the portioning. So say you make a big thing of soup. A lot of people will freeze the soup, but they'll freeze it in a big batch. And then you have to thaw the entire batch. And so what I do is I freeze it. They have these wonderful little things called super cubes, um, or you can freeze it in, in the vacuum bags too, but the super uh -huh. cubes are better. They're like um, ice cubes, um, but they're uh -huh. like, um, there's a half cup, there's a full cup. I like oh, to wow. use the one cup. So there, it's a little oh, tray of four yeah. and there's one cup in each thing. And then, so we have soup for the night for the dinner and then whatever yeah. we don't eat I put in these little super cubes 
and then I freeze it. And then when those are done, when they're totally frozen, then I thaw them out for like 10 minutes. I pop them out and then I put them back in the freezer. I put them in the freezer sealed bags, the vacuum sealed bags. Oh, okay. And then I freeze them because that'll keep them longer. Um, and then also you can use the super cubes for another soup. So if I want to make soup the next week, I don't have to worry about it. The, they're already clean. They're out of there. So, wow. Great. Um, and the beauty of it is, is like that happened um, this summer, actually, everybody, when my, my big family comes to visit, everybody has different things. My mom's vegan. Um, my aunt likes, you know, more healthy stuff. My uncle used to raise cattle. So he's a beef guy. Uh, he doesn't like chicken and pork and all that. And my dad's pretty easy going. He pretty much eats anything. And so one day for lunch, I'm like, okay, let's see what everybody wants. So I have grilled chicken that I've already done that are in little packages of one cup. So my aunt had salad with, with the chicken on top and then a little oh. dress. Uh, you didn't know she was vegan? Uh, no, that's, that's my, or sorry, that's my aunt. My aunt did that. My okay. mom had these vegan um, enchiladas that I had made for her specially. That's my second uh-huh. method, which I call um, batch it. So you make a special batch. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it works well for people who have special diets. So you make a batch or like a batch of chicken, grilled chicken. Uh Uh Um, so my mom had the, the vegan enchiladas. My dad had soup and, and he and I had different soup because we have all this different soup in there. And, uh, my uncle had the, I make these little individual meatloafs. And so those were in the freezer. So I just pulled everything out in less than 20 minutes. Everybody had something different and it was great. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's the beauty of it. You know, you preserve it for mm-hmm. later and it's not really left. Yeah. People are like, oh, it's leftovers. It's not leftovers because you just cooked it and then you freeze it right away. And, um, you can take a couple of days. You don't have to cook it and freeze it all right. in one day for yeah. sure. But yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes like with soup, <clears throat> excuse me, it always tastes better after it's been sitting for a couple of days anyway. Yeah. And I don't know if people, if you're, if your um, listeners know this, but the great thing about soup, especially if you make like, a, I have a great bone broth recipe and a great uh-huh. on, um, chicken broth recipe. Uh-huh. You let the soup um, sit overnight in the refrigerator, the fat will float to the top yeah. and then you can scrape all that fat off and then you have fat free broth. I mean, it's yeah. your own and no preservatives. So I'm a big, yeah. I, I, if people want to eat preservatives, fine. It's just, I don't, I like it. I like fresh food. So that's how. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's pretty much what we do as well. My husband and I, you know, um, and, um, (laughs) and we make our own meals most of the time. That's just, just because. Yeah. And it saves you money. It's better for you. Oh, that too. People don't realize how calories are in in restaurant food even oh, sit yeah. down restaurant yeah. food i mean it's no 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 exactly but 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 i mean like different like he makes his own meal and oh i, I see my yeah. own meal oh <laughs> yeah well but see this method would be great and actually yeah. oh yeah. that's the one reason i wanted to to be on this podcast because i am i with my i started a membership food prep for foodies uh-huh. but okay. i am finding that most of my members are over 50 and it's just very interesting. I did not target the, you know, the soccer moms. That's not who I'm about because That's I'm different. about food and I, I want it to be taste good. And mm-hmm. I use different ingredients sometimes that kids wouldn't like, you know, so I'm, I'm definitely a foodie. I, one mm-hmm. bite means everything to me. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. but yeah, I was really surprised that my members tend to be over 50. So it's just really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, well, it, another thing that probably would explain some of that a little bit as well is COVID. Yes. That's because true. people over 50 tended to stay home more. Yeah, that is very true. And they're not going to go out to restaurants all the time. Like, like younger, right. younger people. 
will. Right. No, that's very true. But they and don't want to cook every day, you know, and that's, that's why absolutely. My that's thing right. is you cook three days a week, you know, and yeah. you save the rest. So yeah, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes that makes perfect sense. Cause I just know we don't, <clears throat> excuse me, we used to go out to dinner quite often, but that's because we go out like to the symphony and right, right. That kind yeah. of stuff. And so yeah. we'd go beforehand. Right. And other right. than that, we always eat at home. But um, but we don't even do that. Well, number one, it's summertime, so we're not going to symphony right now. Anyways, but um otherwise, you know, like last season, we we would go sometimes we'd go out for dinner beforehand, but now with the new the new COVID, yeah, the latest, yeah, you know, and being so contagious, it's just like, no, that's okay. I think we'll stay home and we'll eat at home and then we'll just drive and go. Yeah, that's and that makes, sense. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. And and you know what what you're talking about lets you be versatile is not the right word, but no flexible, that's true. I mean flexible. Really, Thank you. Yes, yeah, it really thing, is flexible. Right. And the thing that I love about because people get the idea that food prep is we write it on the calendar, we're gonna have this Monday, this Tuesday, this oh. Wednesday. Well, with my method, I, I I'm I can be type A some days, but not with this. And so I just go to the freezer, you know, like 30 What's minutes there? before I want right. to do. Okay, well, let's see what we got. Oh, we got chicken. Okay, I think I'll make a chicken wrap. You know, I've got an avocado and I'll put some lettuce and a little tortilla and mash up the avocado for guacamole and put the chicken in there, a little bit of crumbled bacon, a little bit of cheese. And there we go, toasted up. Yeah. So that's the beauty of it. You don't have to have it all planned out because, you know, mm-hmm. we things change and we don't like yeah. that much, so... Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I love that. Half the time I don't even have the ingredients to make it, let alone have <laughs> right. it in the freezer where I could pull it from. But right. That's such, but, that's such a great idea. And it works very well. And it's, and I don't do like, I don't do a lot of sides. Um, I, my food prep isn't really mainly for sides because I I'm a big believer in fresh veggies. Um, so what I'll do is I might go get the little meatloaf that I made two months ago uh-huh. and pull that out, but then uh-huh. I will cook up some beans or, you know, Brussels sprouts uh-huh. in my air fryer or whatever, but yeah, cause they don't take very long sides. Don't usually take too long No, or you can keep them simple, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I agree. I agree. And I always like with vegetables, I like to make extra mm-hmm. and then the next day we throw them in our salad. Right. And... Right. Or I do a veget or a veggie skillet scramble for breakfast. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or dinner. Or dinner or late. I like, I like scrambles. I, like for snacks. Yeah. I don't put I eggs like. in my scrambles on purpose because I like to use them for snacks and I don't like leftover eggs. So, um, so they're always egg free. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. that's, that's how my method is. So, and it yeah. works really well, but I didn't realize it was really a method until I taught that class. And, and it's like, how fun. Oh, I didn't think it was that, you know, special, but um, apparently it is. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, seems like it seems very special to me as well (laughs) (laughs) and another little trick that I like to do that like my Uh my my family will come and they're just like they're funny because they're just amazed sometimes but you know if you ever go to Costco and you buy they have that good artesian bread like they well they used to have that cheese I used to love that but yeah but but any good bread it wouldn't have to matter but but you know, you only, you don't eat it all. And so what I do is like, I'll take out exactly what I think we might eat in the next two days. Uh-huh. And then I freeze the rest. I vacuum seal the rest carefully. You don't want to suck all the air up because then it makes it all squished. Um, oh, but do okay. like two pieces at a time and then okay. put that in your freezer. And then when you pull out your thing of soup, you can pull out your little thing of bread uh, and you've got good bread with good soup. And, and so people don't <clears throat> think about that either. I don't know why. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. No, the only reason I said about the 
or I'm allergic to wheat. So oh, I have yeah. my own bread. Oh, yeah. Then no, but... that wouldn't be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wheat and dairy. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No cheese. At least cow, cow's milk. Yeah. Well, I, I do goat. I go do goat cheese. Oh, good. Yeah. So you I'm do. totally addicted to goat cheese. God, that's great. Um, <laughs> but um, no, that that's such a such a great idea. So, OK, so so tell everybody the name of the book again and then we'll tell them again a couple well, more sure. times. Yeah, so they it's can called, remember. Um, yeah. The Power of Food Prep. And ah, okay. The, I call it but the gourmet done skinny meal method because my blog is gourmet done skinny. So perfect. Yeah. So perfect. It, Wonderful. Yeah. No, that's great. And how often do you do you um post your blog? Uh well, okay. Um, truth be told, I was doing once a week. I did a new recipe. It's hard, week. isn't it? It is, yeah. but um with the book <laughs> and then starting the membership, yeah, it's not so often right now. I'll get back on the schedule, but I've been really trying to, um, I want to make my members feel like it's worth it. And so I've been putting a lot of energy into the membership and and then obviously the book. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could get off topic here. Not exactly, (laughs) but, um, you know, you could take little pieces out of your book or what you give to the membership and post that as part of your blog. Yes. And, and, I, and, I, and actually I've kind of gone the other way a little bit, but I will uh-huh. start doing more this way. Cause I've really developed the method <laughs> and the membership now. So uh-huh. yeah, I will be giving you guys little, little tidbits and things for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that just entices more people. To, exactly. And I have another join. thing I'm working on. I'm actually working on another book. It's going to be a little oh, while good. before I get it, but done. But um, I have this um, thing called meals that multiply and that's on the, um, the membership hub. And so uh-huh. like the blue of pork that I was talking about before that you make an instant yeah. pot. So you make a lot and then you portion it into little um, bags. And then I have four other recipes that you can make with it. So like oh, I have, wow. um, yeah, so you can do um, my Thai pork pizza. Um, you use the, the pork uh-huh. for that. You can use it for little tacos. You can use it for, um, I have this wonderful, I call it pig out dip. Um, it's with uh, caramelized onions and then the pork. Ooh, um, and so that that's really good. good. And you can put it on jicama if you don't want to put it on bread, so it'd still be good. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, so that's part of my, that's my next one that I'm working on is, you know, taking one meal and um, mm-hmm. putting it, you know, having a few other meals that you can yeah. make. So um, yeah. I have a beef recipe that I've done that with too. There's different things that you can do with that. So, okay. Okay. But yeah. And so, it makes so, it more versatile. Yeah. So is that what the new book's going to be about? Yeah. The that new book. Yeah. It's, yeah. I haven't, I'm, I'm still in the, the next recipe. Book. That's the next book. Way. Yeah. It's <laughs> going to, it's in the recipe development phase. So. Oh, all right. Yeah, for sure. How exciting. Thank you. That sounds good. So the, the book that's just coming out today. Mm-hmm. I assume it's on Kindle as well as yes, yeah, it's as well on as Kindle. Actual, um, yeah, it's a book, uh, book. <laughs> it just launched today, and then next week it will be uh, in paperback as well. Um, oh, okay. But, but right now, I don't, I don't know when you're posting this, but um, uh, probably not for a few weeks at least. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So by the yeah, time this comes out, right then it should be in paperback for sure by then. So. Okay. And in the if you get the book, in the front of the book are some bonuses, and um, oh. I'll give you a little secret. Um, the, the bone, one of the bonuses is a little discount on the membership and the membership is really Uh, closed. I'm only opening at certain times a year, but for people that buy the book, they can get Uh, in. So, um, got it. Yes. Okay. And also for your listeners too, at the end, I will give Uh you a a link and your listeners will get a free, um, download of the book as well. So if they want. Oh, great. So yeah, yeah. good. I'll do that too. (laughs) Yes. Do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that's great. That's great. Yes. And I will put it, um, you send it to me. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I will do that. So definitely. that makes it easier for people to yes, get it definitely. rather than having to listen to something five times to get the whole. Right. Oh yeah. It's so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do it that way. So yeah, that, yeah, that would be wonderful. So definitely. Okay, good, good. That's, I don't know why I'm moving this thing around. Go away. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways. Okay. Well, so, so you had given me a couple of questions and some of them look kind of interesting. So I thought I would ask you about them. Good. So um, one of your questions was, why do we rebel against food prep? You know, I think we think it's going to be that big cook day, you know, where uh, we're going to have to cook a lot and we're going to have right, to do a lot of planning right. and people don't like giving up their weekends. So I think that's one of the reasons that we rebel. Um, mm. And we think it's going to be hard. You know, I think mm. there's that too. And really food prep is a mindset. And if you don't even have to do the big cook day, if you just make a commitment to cooking a little extra every time, like say even mm -hmm. steak or hamburgers, mm -hmm. just make a couple extra yeah. and then freeze those individually. Mm -hmm. And then when next time I have this, um, uh, I developed it for my kids actually, when I was going to be gone, I call it the grab and go drawer. So okay. it's in the freezer in the house and you pull that out and it says grab and go. And there's like little bits of steak and there's little bits of hamburger, whatever. And then they can make it up. And, but there's different ways to reheat too. So that's in the book too, mm. about, cause you don't no. want to just microwave the pizza. It doesn't taste good like that. There's tricks to no, reheating no. It and making it better. Like for example, pizza, you microwave the, the slice for maybe 25 seconds. Then you uh -huh. put it on a, a cookie sheet or baking pan and pop it in a toaster oven or your oven for the broiler uh -huh. for like three minutes. And that crisp it all back up and it isn't chewy and gross. Wow. So oh, how neat. Yeah. But I think that's another thing too. People think it, think of uh, meal prep as leftovers sometimes and they think, oh, it's not going to taste yes. as good. You know, so yeah. I think a yeah. lot good for that too. Um, yeah. No, yeah. I, 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 I would agree. I would agree. And I know even just for myself or us, when I make, when I actually make dinner, uh -huh. you know, I mean, a real dinner. <laughs> um, I, nine times out of 10, I make enough for two uh -huh. meals. Yeah. Because you don't want to do all that. Cause you think about it. If you, if you double it, do you want to do dishes twice? Do you want to go shopping twice? Do you want to make it twice? I mean, if you just double it in the first yeah. place, it, yeah. it's yeah. a lot of time and energy, you know? Oh yeah. Not to mention the fact that, you know, depending on what you're having as your main right. ingredient, you know, if you're a meat eater, you know, right. and you're going to have sausages or something, right? The package is going to have five or six of them in it, anyways. Right, and you're not going to eat right. all that anyway. Yeah. No, no, not at one time. Right. Right. So, yeah, you might yeah. as well. Yeah, make extra. Oh no, exactly. And I and I, you know, and I'm going to cut up all the whole head of broccoli because leaving half right. the head just doesn't work real well. <laughs> no. And you know, so so yeah, so that ends up that ends up being being good. And for us, um, usually the first, the first dinner, we'll sit down together and watch something on, uh -huh. on um, whatever video. Right. Uh -huh. um, and then the second dinner, sometimes we just, I fix it and we both take our plates and we go to our studies and right, right, eat dinner. Right. <laughs> right. That's true. I mean, that's very true. So, yeah. yeah. And this one, you wouldn't even have to eat the same thing, you know, Yes, you yes. could have meatloaf and you could have chicken. I mean, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, yeah. That, no, that's, exactly. My mom, actually, my mom is my biggest fan of this. Uh -huh, She's I bet. all her life. 
And that's why I got to cook a lot when I was younger, because she'd do dishes and I would cook. And she is loving cooking. She, I, I'll call her up and she's like, oh, I'm making this today. And I'm like, great mom. She's like, my freezer is so full. I just love your method. And I'm like, she's like a walking endorsement for it. It's just so, oh, cute. that's so cute. But that's it's, so it's 76, I think. And she's just so happy to not have to cook every day and, and go to the freezer and pull out what she wants. And it's just neat to see her excited. So I just, Oh I, yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. See, I, I, I totally rebelled. My mother was a stay at home mother uh-huh. and was frustrated the whole time. Um, and she cooked uh-huh. all the time, four kids. Wow. Um, you know, and then grandkids running around uh-huh. and she, um, she cooked all the time, baked. Uh-huh. Oh my God. I mean, I just, I can't even, I can't even Sounds tell wonderful. you how much she cooked. Just, <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Like, That's I what was my kids a, probably say about me. <laughs> yeah. I was such a fat little kid. Actually, I was fat until I was in my early 20s I guess wow you never know wow yeah 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 and um yeah and it was in well talking about Weight Watchers that's what reminded me kind of because I actually was in Weight Watchers uh-huh. when I was in high school oh wow and that's, and that's a big Watchers. stigma for for a high schooler oh my gosh you know and that was when they first started oh uh-huh I mean like literally first yeah. started okay yeah. I'm that old um there was just way too much food for me. Uh, I couldn't eat that much, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. yeah. And so it, it just, it did not work. Yeah. Did not work no, I can see all. why. And the thing yeah. is when you're on something like that, it's like a diet and you, I mean, it, nobody can sustain that, can sustain that forever. You know, you just, mm-hmm. I love what I'm doing now. It's not a diet. I mean, I eat what I no. want, but I, but yeah. I have rules. I mean, as far as I only eat when I'm hungry and I only eat yeah. when I'm almost full. And, um, you know, that if, if I follow those two rules and I eat 80% of what I eat, it's pretty healthy. And then 20%, yeah. maybe not so much, then I do fine. And I don't, and I haven't been on a diet yeah. for two years. It's great. I love it. So. Yeah. 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 It's a lifestyle. It really, it is. It's and a it, lifestyle. it takes a while to get there. You got to figure out why you're eating what you're eating and all that, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and whether you actually like the food you're eating. Right. And if you don't like it, don't eat it. Thank <laughs> you. Know? you. <laughs> there's no I know it's just like yeah that and that was the thing with Weight Watchers it's like for me it's like okay I've got I've got five points I should eat it well no you're not hungry you shouldn't eat it you know but you just get it's it I don't know you just get in that mindset I don't know it's just yeah so. no that absolutely it's, absolutely it's yeah <laughs> yeah yeah for sure and it's um yeah and it's it's so easy it really is once it, you get something that works for right right it sometimes it takes a lot to get there but now it's like it is so simple and it's so I mean it is freedom she calls it freedom group but it is so I mean it's for I I really got it finally one day I'm like oh my god it's it is freedom because you're not you're not struggling and I'm a foodie and I cook all the time for the blog and it's just like I was already working with food and then with Weight Watchers I was always thinking about oh should I taste this because it's so many points and you know, now it doesn't matter. You know, I taste it if I'm hungry, if I'm not hungry, I don't taste it. You know, you don't need 50 million tastes either, which I was doing that. No, no. One, one in the middle and one at the end, probably right, is about right, all you need, but, right? You know, yeah. You get, you get in these habits, you know, and that's the thing you get in the habits. So. Oh yeah. Well, and especially, especially if you're doing something that's sweet and rich, right. and, 
Right. Oh, I got to taste the dough. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. 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 Oh, no, I need to taste it before it goes in the oven. And, oh, I need to taste it when it comes out of the oven. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah. Oh, I should give your readers or your listeners a little tip, though, about dough, uh-huh. because about the cookies, because this is another thing that I do. And I didn't even think that was a big deal, but it is a big deal for weight loss, especially. Mm-hmm. So when I make my chocolate chip cookies, which are laden full of calories and fat and all that good stuff. I make mini cookies, first of all, so they're not huge. And I make a double batch, but then I flash freeze them. And for people that don't know how to do that, you take a cookie sheet, put like parchment paper down, put your balls of cookie dough on there and it can be, they can be touching. It's fine. You flash freeze them till uh, in the freezer till it's totally solid. And then I package those up into six little in a little package and put those in the freezer. And then whenever we decide, oh, it'd be nice to have a little dessert. You just go to your freezer, you pull out one of your little packets of six. You can only eat six because you're not going to eat the whole batch. And you let them thaw for about 15 minutes. And I bake them in my toaster oven for about eight minutes. And then there's only six, so we can't eat too many, you know. So it works really, really well. And the thing Mm -hmm. is, I noticed I have um, my son's girlfriend is visiting him. I made brownies and I didn't do that with the brownies. And they're sitting on the counter. So every time everybody walks by, they grab a brownie and see if you don't, don't do that. Like with the cookies, you don't, you're not eating. You don't think about it even, you know? So it's just a good little, little tip to, to do. Oh, that's a great, you still no, get that's great dessert, idea. but you're not eating it all the time. So that's yes, 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 exactly. You're not only eating it. Right. Right. <laughs> and nothing else. Right. But you're still getting good. You're not eating fat free junk, you know, that doesn't taste good anyway. Yeah. And yeah. So, no, we don't. Yeah. We don't do any no, of that. And we no. do and we yeah. only do organic. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, that's good too. That's very yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. But I know that's not always easy to do. Yeah. In different places yeah. and, and definitely it depends on where you live and, and it's expensive right. and if they have it. And yeah. 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 It can be more expensive if, if you're in some place where there's not, you're not in the middle right. of a farming. Right. Exactly. You know, um, makes it hard. So yeah. I mean, where, where I am, yeah, you it's, probably get it's it. not that time. much more. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really yeah. not that much more than oh, that's good than the regular produce. And, and there's the farmer's market that, you know, half of it's organic. And and that's what's wonderful. I love the farmer's markets too. Yeah. And yeah. I freeze, I'll freeze berries, you know, like right now. Yes, I would, yes yeah. exactly. And then I make cobbler I in January with fresh berries, you know, but they've stayed oh, yeah. fresh because yeah. they were in the little, in the vacuum seal bag. So they don't. Oh, okay. Well, to tell you the truth and, and, wouldn't make a difference for a cobbler I just put like I'll buy berries at the at the supermarket mm-hmm. and they come um you know or Costco uh-huh, and right. they come in the big plastic things right right and I just stick it the whole you just stick it, it right like that right in there because it's got let some air in yeah yeah right it's got true. holes in it and stuff that's true. That's true. and and it's fine I mean frozen berries are frozen berries when you take them out no matter what you do they're still not firm and yeah. Oh Whatever. yeah. They and they're better mushy. in stuff. You, yeah, that's for yeah. sure. So, yeah. so, you know, why for me, it's like, yeah. cause I used to do that. I used to, you know, we, we used to wash them and then we'd sit them all out to dry, you know, separate. So they weren't touching each other and all this kind of stuff and then stick them in the freezer like that. And it was like, one day it was kind of like, nah, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to have them around. That's for sure. So <sighs> Oh, I love just, it. Especially in January when, you know, there's not, there's nothing. So, and, or it's so expensive at the store, you know, to buy them from wherever they get them from. So, yeah, no, no absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And that's for all the berries. 
raspberries. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And yeah. Strawberries definitely. and yeah. <sighs> yeah. 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 But that <laughs> again is one of those things that you, that you have to be careful because they are full of sugar. Yeah. It's good true. stuff. I mean, it's, it's all very, and it's, and it's not bad, bad no. sugar, if you want to call it that. Right. But it's still. Yeah. You still, yeah. And you got to eat in moderation. So yeah, that's definitely. Right. That's mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they can be really addictive. Oh, I'll just have another oh, yeah. couple more. Oh, I'll just have another couple. <laughs> they pretty soon they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So let's see what else we had on our list here that we have not talked about yet. Um, okay. Well, we talked about setting yourself up for success and that's what all the freezing and, and all yeah. of that. So we talked about that. And you also mentioned um, lightening up recipes. Yeah. What and that kind of goes with our, with our little talk that we were talking about earlier. So okay. I am, I, I, not all recipes can be lightened up. Let's just say they just okay. can't. And that's how I feel. And I would rather have a little bit of heaven than a whole lot of yuck. So, cause I don't use fat free anything. Mm-hmm. I might use light cream cheese and I'll use light sour cream, but that's about it. I don't do okay. any. Fat yeah. No, we don't either. Yeah. Um, just not me, but that being said, so on my website, you won't see a whole lot of desserts. Um, there is a section called not so skinny and that's where mm-hmm. my chocolate sea salt caramel bars and some yeah. of my other things are in there. But what I do do to, in order to like lighten them up or make them mm-hmm. you know, less, less calories, I cut everything into like the chalk bars, even I cut them into like little tiny pieces. Um, and I make mini cookies. I make little things. I make mini pumpkin uh-huh. pies using um, the phyllo oh, and not the big pie favorites. crust. I love mm-hmm. pie crust, but if yeah. you want to lighten up a little bit, use the mini phyllo, um, the little, the little tart shells, uh-huh. put some pumpkin filling in there. And then you uh-huh. have a little, nice little one or two bite little treat. And so that's how I lighten up those kinds of things. Um, for main dishes, it's very easy, in my opinion, to lighten up a lot of stuff because um, you can swap out, like if you're usually use beef, you can swap out with chicken or turkey mm-hmm. or do a combination. You can do that. You can um, beef up stuff with um, veggies, like add more veggies and less meat. You can do that. Um, you can always do like cauliflower rice instead of, you know, white rice oh. and brown rice. Yeah. Um, most of my things I recommend doing cauliflower rice or the zoodles, you know, the zucchini noodles are good for that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But my one of my favorite tips for lightening up things, it's called, um, they have it on Amazon and it's, uh, if you go to my website and my resources, you'll see it, but uh-huh. I call it an olive oil sprayer. And so you fill, it's glass and you uh-huh. fill it up halfway with your favorite oil. So I usually uh-huh. use good olive oil. And then instead of like, when you're going to like saute vegetables, instead of adding oil or butter to the pan, I do use a nonstick skillet, um, uh-huh. but I'll spray yep. that with the olive oil. And then I'll do my veggies. And then if for the people that love the butter taste, you know, some things mm. just really want to have butter, like a chicken or something. Um, I'll still cook it. I'll spray it and I'll do the the chicken that way. But then at the end, I'll add just a little teeny bit of butter at the end, just kind of melt it over the top. So you still get the butter flavor, but you didn't cook the whole thing in butter. Um, okay. But that olive oil sprayer, it's so great because just a few sprays, um, yeah. like Brussels sprouts, um, if you, you know, cut them and then spray them and then season them well and then put them in the air fryer or the oven i mean ah, you're not okay. using all that oil you're not tossing things in oil and so uh-huh. the sprayer is a great way to save a ton of calories and it's easier too i think uh, i'm not yeah, a big oh, yeah. fan of like yeah. um you know you could do some of that you could do the cooking spray like pam and all that but 
I'm not a big fan of that. I, I would yeah. rather do the real olive oil and spray it on. So um, yeah, well, and olive oil is good for you. It is. Yeah. You know, it obviously is. not. If you're going to drink it, you're not going to do right. that, but it's, but it's so good right. for you. Right. All right. the polyphenols and all that kind of stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. And the little, um, the little container every once in a while it will get clogged, but it's fine. You just clean it all out and then you, it, it even mm-hmm. goes in the dishwasher. So, which is great. I have mm-hmm. like, I have, probably have six of those little sprayers. I have sesame uh-huh. oil. I have olive oil. I have all ah, different kinds of that. Smart. Yeah, no, that's but a good idea. I love that. That's one of my favorite little things for lightening up things. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to take a look and try something new usually i'm i'm just you know with vegetables cut them up put them in a in a corningware and stick it in the microwave and uh-huh. pull well, it out and well it works ready to eat <laughs> i have a new i have a brand new recipe that i can't wait to i'll, t- I'll tell you all how it is i haven't put it on the blog yet it'll be out in september but um i'm a um i also do sponsor work for a spice company and oh. casa m and they have um they have this wonderful spice called chain reaction which i love uh-huh. And uh, my husband told me about this recipe that he read about, and it's fabulous. And you take uh, like um, corn on the cob that's already been shucked and everything mm-hmm. and um, you put it in the air fryer. Well, I thought, hmm, if I take my little olive oil sprayer and I spray that first, and then I put the Casa M seasoning over it, the chain reaction mm-hmm. or any like Chipotle seasoning, anything mm-hmm. you want to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you air fry it. I did it for about 400 degrees for about 15 minutes. And it turns out so great. And it, I mean, it's, it's super easy to make. It's just, I love it. So. Wow. And it didn't take much time. So you'll be seeing that pretty soon on the blog. So. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I don't think I've ever bought an air fryer. Well, they're kind of cool. I have to say they really, it are. sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. Now, and I'm, I, you know, I'm a cook, so I have, I have, I like to have all the latest and greatest things, but okay. um, I didn't, I resisted an air fryer for a long time because I didn't want another thing on my counter. That was my main thing. However, Breville makes this, um, it's a, it's a, it's, I, I think love smart oven. Oh, I do too. It's called smart oven air and it's a toaster oven and it's about, you know, this big, mm-hmm. but it's also an air fryer. And so I don't mind putting that on the counter because I can use it oh. to bake. I can toast, I can, yeah. boil, I can even proof, and then I can air fry. And so, and the baskets for the air fryer are really big. And uh-huh. so a lot of the air fryers, the biggest complaint was, um, you know, you have to do a little bunch of batches because it's so little. Well, with that one, you don't. So that's how I air fry. And it's, I mean, it's just basically like, you know, you just uh-huh. try yeah. setting and then, and then do it. And it's great. Wow. I do um, egg rolls that way too, baked uh, uh-huh. egg rolls. Okay. Um, okay. Really well too. And Brussels yeah. are great. Oh my gosh. They're so great. So, okay. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. We have a Breville Actually, it's fairly old. I think we're on our second oh, well, or good. third one at this point. Maybe, you're, maybe just, it's time for you to get that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say, because it's, yeah, ours is just the toaster oven. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's the oven and the, and the, yeah. and this is like broil, a, a broil, glorified broil, toaster oven, basically. Yeah. 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 But it doesn't, we don't have the air fry. Oh, it's, and it comes with a little air fry basket and it's just, I mean, gosh, it's oh, great. Wow. Okay. I can't, I'm trying to think what else I put in there. Oh, uh, asparagus is good in there. You spray it Ooh. with that olive oil sprayer uh-huh. and salt and pepper and, and that's really good. Um, wow. Yeah, we use it a lot for lots of things. So, um, yeah. It's How good. easy is it to wash? To wash? Oh, easy. The yeah. the um the the racks you could put in the dishwasher. Actually, um yeah. the air fryer baskets yeah. you can put in the dishwasher, and then you just wipe it out. And then it has a little tray um, that you pull out, and then you can uh-huh. just rinse that off or clean that off. I do that all the time. Oh, okay. oh the tray at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. I have that in mind yeah. too. 
Yeah. If I know it's going to be really, oh, I made this wonderful recipe with air fryer steak bites. So I chopped up little mm. bits of steak and then did it. Uh-huh. That one's pretty messy. So that one, I put a pan underneath before I mm. air fry yeah. it. So. Oh, okay. 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 But yeah, okay. good. Well, good. That's, that sounds really good. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> yeah, really. Exactly. Exactly. So anyways, well, on that note, um, you are going to, to, you can send me a, yeah. After we go, I'll, I'll give you my, well, you have, you have my email. Yeah, so I do. You I'll, just send send me... the, I'll send you the, yeah. um, the link for the, um, uh-huh. the, the book, the, the power yeah. food prep book. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And they yeah. can download yeah. it for free. So yeah. 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 No, that, that'd be great. And um, so let me thank you for coming on. This has been really enjoyable. Well, thank you. I oh, learned, I learned a lot. Well, yeah. thank you. That's great. I love it. <laughs> I love talking to people as you, in case you can't figure that out. I can tell. Um, <laughs> I do too, actually. And it's better yeah. when you can do it face to face. It's just, you know, isn't it's it better, though? Better, I think. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And so I will end this as I do all of my podcasts, which is that neither of us are medical people and none no. of this should be taken as any kind of medical advice. Um, but I think you could probably take Amy's advice on cooking. That's, 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 uh, she's a professional here. So um, with that, I will say thank you everyone. And thank you to Amy and I will see everybody next week. Well, thank you, Susan. Dot com and put the word gift in the subject. That's it for today. I will talk to all of you next week. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.